you're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and check us out online at beardedtheologians.com. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. Uh, this week on the Bearded Theologians, uh, Zach and I were talking about what we were going to um, talk about on the show. Um, the idea of discernment came up. Um, and so, Zach, as, as we're kind of in that season right now when um, you know, we talk about call and, and discernment, we have all of our charge conference stuff, and we, you know, we have people that will come that have a call to ministry, um, and we ask them to discern that or, you know, um, there are other things in life that, that causes us to discern. Um, when you think of discernment, what kind of comes uh, to mind? Well, you know, for, for me, um, just personally, um, my, my discernment in the ministry was always for youth ministry. Um, and and um, if you listen to the show way back, we, we've talked about our calling and, and things like that and where they came from. And uh, mine, mine started with youth ministry and uh, uh never thought it would be pastoral ministry. And so when, when I look at discernment, when I, when I talk to folks who were considering ministry or interested in ministry or feel called to ministry, um, my, my question is always, do you think that this is it? You know, that, that what you're called to right now is what you'll be called to forever. Um, not, not in the sense of a broad term of ministry, but specific ministries, youth ministry, pastoral ministry, missionaries, those types of things. Um, because I do believe that that, that changes um, just through my own experience. And so, so when I look at discernment, it's how, how, do we, how do we discern? You know, how do we hear this particular calling in our life and uh, see, the, see the signs and, and the callings and to do ministry opportunities, um, whether it be from youth to pastoral or um, you know, something in the missions or, or wherever it is, wherever God's calling you, how do we discern that? Um, and for me, it was through a lot of, a lot of prayer and a lot of conversations with a variety of people who have been there. Um, and so that, that helped me a lot, uh, kind of testing that out in community. Um, not so much to affirm myself, but just to get an idea of what, uh, what that call and what that transition might, might look like. So that was valuable for me uh in the discernment process and and what i always try to lead uh people into when we have that conversation uh one-on-one or in a group or uh you know wherever that may be so um you know one of the things i find interesting about discernment if you look at marion webster's website which i just have a nap look over here um <laughs> yeah, Google. It, uh, it, it's it's a noun it's seen as a noun. And, and then I like this, I like this uh, statement, the quality of being able to grasp or comprehend what is obscure. And, and I think of, when I think of call to ministry, um, a lot of times when people are wrestling with their call and, and, and I was the same way, we, we have an idea of, of a particular ministry and it may be to echo out a job that we think we really want or to echo out something that we really want to live into, whether it be a mission or, you know, whatever it is that we feel God leading us and calling us to do. But sometimes that discernment is um, you feel led this direction, but you may not get to do that exact job, mm-hmm. but you'll have the ability and, and the opportunity to do that amongst a bigger, uh, bigger calling or job or however, you, you know, however you want to look mm-hmm. at that. And, um, 
and I think too, you know, the second part of that is, is, is the act of perceiving or discerning is the second like little sub definition of the word. And, and discernment is a process. It's something that, you know, it begins with prayer. I mean, when you mm-hmm. feel like, you know, it's time for a change or you feel like it's, um, you know, you, you feel lost and you, and you need to find your way. I, I really think it starts with prayer. And, and I think too, it's, it's prayer for, you know, personal prayer, but then corporate prayer with a couple of people and, and just saying, Hey, mm-hmm. I, I need to pray for this. And can we pray for it right now? And, um, you know, you may not get the audible answer. I don't think I've ever gotten a real audible answer in those kind of prayer situations, but I've yeah. either felt like, uh, uh, like what I call a yes or a no, like, I feel like this is the direction or no, we should, you know, need to pull back on the reins a little bit. And, and discernment is, I mean, it starts with prayer. It starts with conversation. Um, and people do it differently. I'm, I'm a, I like to whiteboard discern and I like to mm-hmm. throw things up on a whiteboard and, and make connections and see where I really feel led. And, 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 and I can't open, I can't do that well unless I open and unless I don't open up myself uh, to the spirit and allow the Holy spirit to work on me and through me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's when we talk about discernment, we, we, you know, we, we, the, the thing I struggle with is we kind of say, Hey, just, just go think about it, you know? Right. And, and then all we do is we're in our head and we're not, you know, we're not feeling it out. We're not, um, asking people, you know, asking people that are in those positions that we may feel led to, you know, doing mm-hmm. some research, you know, we just kind of jump into it. And, and sometimes that works, but then sometimes, um, we find ourselves more frustrated and saying, well, that's not what I was called to do. And, and right. maybe it was, but it wasn't in the way that you were thinking it was going to be. And, and I think that that's where we have to let go um, and allow God to steer the ship and, and, and say, okay, God, you, you've called me to do this and I'm going to go do this. And, and it may not look exactly like I want, but it may be exactly what I need to do in this time in this place. Right. You know, and, and having a great mentor um, or somebody that, that you trust that you can talk to um, that has either been there or just has that, that life experience that can, that can help you walk it out, you know, and, and talk it out and, and get there. Um, cause like you, you know, you're, you're a whiteboard person. You're, you're very visual. I, I like to have those people, uh, to talk to, uh, in, in kind of the same way and just talk that out. And, and a turning point for me when, when I, um, discern the call to pastoral ministry, um, I always thought, always thought it was going to be in a bigger church because I'm young, I do young adult ministry, you know, that's where my gifts and graces would be, you know, in my mind would be the most effective. And uh, it was with a conversation with a buddy of mine, uh, James, sitting at camp, and he, he was discerning the call and uh, in the ministry and, and was doing youth ministry and stuff, but was feeling called to pastoral ministry. And, and I was like, well, James, where, where do you want to serve? And he's like, I, w- I want to serve the small church. Uh, I was like, James, that, that scares me. Uh, I was like, I don't, I don't know how effective I would be in the small church. And he was like, man, I just want to go love people. And, uh, small churches oftentimes don't have pastors that, uh, that are willing and want to go out and love them. And I thought, man, that's, that's awesome. I want to, I want to be that way. Uh, that's, you know, he, he really sparked that in me of, of my, my call to ministry. And, uh, so I, I began to sit down and, and think about it and discern that out and got placed in a couple of bigger churches and, it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't what I wanted it to be or, or thought it would be uh, in the lines of ministry. And uh, now I find myself in a bunch of small churches out in the middle of uh, <laughs> northwestern Montana and, and love it uh, for that reason of here's where God's calling me. You know, I, I wanted big church, you know, lots of resources, lots of young people uh, is what I, I wanted ministry to look like. But 
um, you know, this is where God's calling me to be and it's a much happier place. Um, Do you think that um, thinking about discernment and, you know, we think where you want to go and where we end up, um, do you think that um, a lot of times when it's the right place, um, we kind of realize that maybe it was the idea, but it wasn't necessarily, you know, what, like the exact way that we wanted it. Um, Mm -hmm. That's something that you kind of kept bringing up was that whole idea of, um, you know, this is what I wanted to do. And Mm -hmm. I find myself in this place and this is right. And and maybe one leads into the other. And I think that that's why with discernment, you know, you can't discern in five minutes. No, no. Um, And, and, and to do it right. And, and and to sit back and be at peace and and to listen to where God is leading and calling you, um, Mm -hmm. I think takes some time. And, And so it, and what sucks is that our society is not driven in that way. Our, mm-hmm. our society is driven in instant uh, answer. You know, you should be able to Google, mm-hmm. um, you know, you should be able to Google what is God calling me to do today? Um, Google that. I, I'd be intrigued. I, I don't know. I would be intrigued too. <laughs> I wish we had um, the talent to make like short videos. Cause that would be a great one. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, but you know, I, I think that when we discern, we have to spend some time and, mm-hmm. and really dig in and, and figure out and, and be open to where God may be leading us and realize that, that this door um, may be the door I need to go through and it may not be exactly what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. but it's really, I mean, it's really not about me. It's about where God is leading me and where God needs me. Mm-hmm. And, and you'll never know where that may find you. You know, you're in a, in, up in Montana and, and right. I never, you know, I get tickled pink when I go on Facebook and I look at, you know, uh, the throwback, day you know where he's like remember mm-hmm. this day thing and i look and see all the times that i've interacted in tahlequah in the last like two uh, three years of right of just only living 20 minutes down the road and now i'm like i'm now the pastor of this right. you know of this community uh, and it's just kind of one of those things where it's like wow i never thought i'd, I'd be here and, mm-hmm. and that's when that's when you know um i think that's when you know you're really living into where god is calling you is that you never would have thought it but right. it's exactly where you needed to be Right. No, that that's exactly right. My, Michael and I have the conversation all the time, just driving around, you know, whether it's to the grocery store, you know, 40 minutes away or, or we're out just on an adventure driving around of, gosh, we, we live here. Uh, we're not on vacation. We're not going home. This is, this is home. Um, and that's an amazing thing. Well, just, just in the sense of, um, you know, we, as we're driving around and just kind of taking in the country, whether it's for errands going to the grocery store or we're out hiking or, you know, just seeing the countryside, um, you know, we, we see the mountains with snow on them. We see the plains. Um, it's just, it's beautiful country. And we, we constantly have to remind ourselves that this is, this is where we live. Uh, we're not here on vacation. We're not here for any other reason than this is our home now and uh the peace that that brings is is huge um we we haven't felt that in in a long time uh with our moves around and things like that that we we look around and go and we live here uh awesome and and through that discerning process of of getting here um there's a huge bit of peace that comes with that yeah and i think that that's true i think when we when we're living into where god is calling us and we're living into um I call it those Moses things that even though it doesn't, mm. it's, it's awkward and it feels wrong. It, it's the right place to be. Um, we, 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 that's when we kind of kind of find that inner peace. And sometimes it may be, it may not be like peace in a sense of everything's okay. Everything feels all right. It, right. And, and, and realize that 
like a call of ministry doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Um, serving a church doesn't mean that, you know, that you're, everything's going to be hunky dory and you're going to feel all right and feel good about yourself. And, and, you know, like, yay. It, it doesn't it's not mean, sunshines and rainbows. Right. It doesn't <laughs> mean you're going to go without um, struggles. Um, but right. knowing that, that this is where God is calling you it, it can also mean like give you a sense of peace and saying that, you know, in the midst of this trial, where I feel God calling me that I know that I'm not alone, that God is with me. And, yep. and it, in the end, it will be all right. Yeah. There's also over 15 million hits on what God wants me do, to do today. Interesting. I'm going to go down that Google hole later. Uh, Cause that's fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I wish we could, somebody, if you're a listener and you can make animated shorts partner with us uh, <laughs> on this. <laughs> That'd be a lot of fun. So, so um, Zach, I, I spent the last weekend at um, Church for All People mm-hmm. in uh, Columbus, Ohio. And, you know, um, I would recommend that if um, people are looking for a conference to go to or a church to study, um, what they're doing is amazing. They're doing mm-hmm. some amazing work there and um, would encourage people to maybe learn something from them because they have a lot to teach all of us. Um, mm-hmm. and that their context and, and, right. and a lot of it had to deal with I think the biggest thing and this kind of goes back to what we've been talking to is that their discernment process of understanding that this is going to lead to something else and then that's going to lead to something else mm-hmm. and, and and I think that that's true with discernment is that we mm-hmm. have to realize that even though we're trying to discern a specific thing it's going to mm-hmm. lead to something else which is going to lead to something else and and to be faithful to God and, and to sometimes it may mean pulling away from something that you love, that you love. Yeah. To, to go do something that you have to do. And I mm-hmm. think that that's, um, I th- it's kind of the word of caution that I want to reach out to people when they're, when we're talking about discernment and, and, and because sometimes I think we discern and like, it's kind of like a yes or no. And, mm-hmm. and like when, and, and I, and I've seen this with people going into ministry, you know, like, Oh, it's so great. You said yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we kind of sugarcoat it and, and we don't kind of say, Hey, yeah, now that you've said yes, realize that this journey is, is this is hard. But yeah. I think it's the same thing too with um, anything that God may be calling us to do that. Right. I mean, and it's not just to ministry. I, I mean, I want to put that out there. Right. I've seen teachers, you know, um, make difficult life decisions based off on the, this is where they feel like God calling them to do. And it pulled them out of their nice, comfortable school. And, and then they find themselves in the inner city school because that's where they feel God leading them. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, amazing work can happen. And I think that that's the discernment process. And I've said this again, I'll say it again. It, it's something that you have to spend some time mm-hmm. on. You can't right. fast track it. Well, and, and that's what I was going to say. We, we've got a lot of listeners that, that maybe aren't involved in ministry uh, or, or the church in, God, this discernment's still there, you know, whether you're a teacher or janitor or an accountant or, or, you know, whatever, whatever, a nurse, you know, whatever it is you do, you, you, there was this discernment process to get there, um, you know, to try to figure out what you wanted to do with your life. And, um, you know, uh, go, if, if you haven't figured that out, if you're still discerning or, or you have, and you're, you're discerning further, go find a place you can be hands-on, um, go, go find somewhere that you can do it. Uh, and get a feel for it and not just talk about it. Um, that hands-on experience will tell you a lot uh, about how you want to do it. If you want to do it, if you're, feel, if you're truly called to do it, um, you'll, you'll know pretty quickly when you go put your hands on it. Um, so maybe that's our encouragement this week. If you're trying to discern something in your life, uh, no matter where you are, who you are, how old you are, um, if it's the next step into a ministry or a career or 
school or whatever, um, go, go put your hands on it, go do it. Um, and, and then talk to some people, find that way. If it's a whiteboard, if it's conversations, if it's prayer, whatever it is, uh, begin to do that, begin to discern that out and, and get that feeling. And we'd really like for you to discern two things. Um, one, uh, if you go on our website, uh, discern whether um, you buy the nice handy a handy bad segue. <laughs> coffee mug <laughs> or an awesome t-shirt or, you know, uh, spend some time thinking about what you uh, would, would, would like to do to support us. Uh, uh, realize that any money we make actually really just goes back in and we buy t-shirts and stickers to give out of different things. And um, Zach and I are hoping that in 2018, we're going to be able to do some things on the road. Um, mm -hmm. Some really cool things planned. Um, Man, we got some cool things in the works. I'm excited. Uh, and so, um, you know, we kind of need to, to, you know, have some ability to share <laughs> what it is we do. Um, plus I'm out of stickers and we need to order some more stickers. Right. Um, but you know, go on our website, check it out. We got some great content. Um, I want to lift up Dale, um, and the work yeah. that he's done. Uh, Dale's, we, we hope that by the time that you're listening to this, that Dale's project makes, um, mm -hmm. uh, it, he's just got some great work coming out. Um, and I think next week we're gonna have Sarah Keith on and she's gonna be talking about her great podcast and, mm -hmm. um, and then we're hoping to get some other people on that are doing some amazing work in the, in, in the world. Um, and we're just very thankful for you, our listeners, uh, mm -hmm. who, uh, listen to us and support us. And we you know, want to encourage you to keep the conversation going on our Facebook or website or um, through our Instagram or anything else that we have. Um, we, we really, uh, we really do enjoy the conversation and we thank you uh, for your time. And so for mm -hmm. the Muted Theologians, uh, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening and we hope that you share our content online uh, through Facebook and social media. And we hope that you check out our uh, Beardcast store at beardedtheologians.com and pick up some great Bearded Theologians gear. We hope you have a good day. So while Matt's uh, unsetting the alarm, um, I'm going to say a bunch of stuff so that he has to uh, edit all of this out and really watch it so that he makes sure I didn't say. So there's there's some, there's about 45 seconds of me talking trash that you get to edit out. It's going to be great. <laughs>